Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone, from all of us here at the Hallmark Channel. From us here at Sexy Unique Podcast to you out there listening. To all those lovers and non-lovers and... Singles. Singles. We we love you all. And Delilah. We, Delilah. This is Delilah vibes. This, this is cereal. <laughs> this is Delilah. This is Delilah. I feel like... Is Delilah still going? I'm sure. How old is she? Ageless. So rich. She has to be. You think? Yeah. She's a radio person. Yeah, but she probably has like... I mean, how many... She's nationwide, I think. Yeah. I bet she makes a good a good living. Let's Google her net worth. Okay. I mean, she's not Howard Stern. Delilah Hamlin net worth. That's something I don't want to know. Oh, so I guess Kathy Hilton had like a full meltdown in Aspen. Kathy did? And she has apparently sent like a cease and desist to Lisa Rinna. This is just what I'm seeing on... Twitter. Delilah's 62 from North Bend, Oregon. She makes $1 million a year. Wow. That's pretty good. Congrats to Delilah. Congrats to Delilah. You're killing it. She's, May you live. She's slaying the radio game. Forever and continue to bring your beautiful voice to the dying art of radio. Your bronze vocals. Okay, so Kathy Hilton had a meltdown. I don't meltdown. know if this is true. Did you see that she had commented on Rick Hilton's Instagram? No. Like during the Aspen trip when they were all there like posting all those videos and stuff, Kathy commented on Rick Hilton's Instagram, help me, get me out of here. <laughs> Things are going bad. No. Like should have been a text. Yeah. And then he deleted the whole post. So it like went away. Mm-hmm. But I saw that and I was like, wait, <laughs> what? What's going on? And apparently... Kathy Hilton, the rumor was that at they were staying at some hotel and she wanted the DJ to play Michael Jackson, her mm-hmm. like BFF. Her longtime <laughs> childhood best mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't. And so she like kind of pressed him again and was like, I come here all the time. Like I've been coming to Aspen. Like, please do this for me. And he said, like, go back to LA. Like Probably, the disrespect, honestly. Yeah. So Kathy started screaming and throwing plates, apparently, about and screaming about white privilege. Okay. So I don't know. This is just what I I watched some like weird Russian guy who's like <laughs> who loves housewives, who's like some gay Russian. This is like a YouTuber. Yeah, but then I started seeing other people like uh, there's like unhinged Bravo accounts that like always have the tea they somehow. Know. <laughs> they know everything. They're on the inside track. No, but they truly are. But they were all talking about it. And I guess she was throwing plates and had Mazel a tov. full breakdown. I mean. And is refusing to film. Oh. But then her rep said that's not true. She's been filming. I don't know what's going on. But I, I, I think something bad happened because then something happened too with Erica and Garcelle. Because Garcelle unfollowed. They unfollowed each. I saw that. And I saw on her, 
on the real the talk show that she's on she said that erica set called her a name that she that disrespected her or said some called her something that she did not like whoa and so sutton unfollowed erica in solidarity okay um so i think this is gonna be a great season i'm ready for this season i honestly don't appreciate like the like reported drama that happens in between the seasons I don't like, like that. just fucking fuck off and Stop. do whatever and then loop me the fuck in when the trailer's here in the season i want to be so surprised and just i want it to be so crisp and fresh that i'm gasping yeah. for air i enjoy a period of disconnection after yes. staying with these people for so long like yes. that's like why i don't really follow any of the vanderpump rules people on socials or check in with them often because i don't give a shit like i just want to watch what happens on tv totally and like i don't and that's chaotic enough that i don't need social media chaos on top of that unless it's like really really good unless it's my queen danielle dancing and filtered with just, her, her astral twin with her ghost she's twin. fully annihilation vibes. she is fully <laughs> natalie in the lighthouse i mean i do like hearing hints of like seeing hints of something like the comment Kathy left on Rick. I wish I had the yeah, screenshot. Yeah, that's really good. Or, 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 or like when people posted a video of Jen Shaw screaming at an assistant yeah, like and that. like beating the shit out of someone, I was like, yes, I'm into that. Throwing a phone, I think, at someone's back. But I don't want to hear rumor, like no. repeated rumors or whatever. Or like the tea if there's no video. <laughs> the scalding chamomile tea. scalding hot raspberry leaf tea. Yeah, I don't... I also cannot stand those like crazy bravo accounts that are like the inside scoop it's like it's guys it's not that deep it is that deep for them though yes it's their whole life <laughs> but it's great it's good for them it's good for them and i hope they're making fucking bank from yeah i hope that eastern european man who was like <laughs> i love like a russian getting in the mix i'm here for like that news being relayed to me internationally like i don't yeah. want any americans anymore to no. tell me that news i specifically want i want like joe Eastern gun european and like and british, joe gun gay british gay uk people telling me about yeah he's like connor the Behan only one. from ireland and joe gun mm -hmm. from the uk yeah i really one of the funniest only people. except my news and bravo commentary from across the pond across the pond yeah i agree but anyway i'm excited to see i hope she doesn't now leave the show tbd i think she likes attention which yeah, is I... why she's on the show in the first place so i don't think that she'll leave something that's really filling the attention void well rinna had posted a a story being like I think she might have deleted it, but it was like, another cease and desist? Gah! Ah! Okay, I love Lisa Rinna. Mm -hmm. I honestly crave messy her <laughs> messy energy. And she truly doth not give a single fuck. She brings it. She brings it. Each time. She has no alliances. Rinna will do whatever is best in that moment for one person only, and that's Rinna. Her her alliance is with the applause. Mm -hmm. She lives for the applause, <laughs> and that is where she aligns herself. She's in a full 
lifelong partnership with applause. For the applause, <laughs> applause, applause. That's, that's Rinna every day. Yeah. She will go. Wherever the applause goes, Rinna is following. But I love another cease and desist. Gah. <laughs> um, I also love Garcelle unfollowing. <laughs> love the power of an unfollow. Also, you guys are in your 40s. I like, know. get it together. But I, when she and Sutton do it, it makes me happy. I love Sutton. They're in united. Solidarity. Front. Yeah. Was Sutton at the Super Bowl? Someone. I don't know. Was like, Everyone is that Sutton? At- and then I looked too late. Every single celebrity was at the Super Bowl. <sighs> Were they? Rebel Wilson. I saw a haunting photo of Rebel at last week's Rams game. She's apparently it was like a, just an unflattering angle mm-hmm. and like lens and lighting all oh, worked. She was like all worked together where she was like doing the it, doing it, the model thing. Yeah. It truly looked like if you if your soul was taken down to Hades that spirit that she was channeling would greet you at the river sticks. We all know how <laughs> triggered you are by I'm rebel. I'm never not triggered by a rebel, but this, I truly... I saw the photo and I was... I it too was would, Babadook. I was shooketh. It was the Babadook. Was, Sans hat. The Babadook said, I need some platinum blonde I'm going hair. To the Super I'm going Bowl. blonde for summer and going to a Rams game <laughs> and then tried to like pose and... It was strange. the form of Rebel Wilson, but it was strange. There was like shadow on her face. It just was a weird... Her mouth looked like a gaping hole <laughs> with like a thousand teeth in it. Well, I kept seeing all these reports. The Rams' number one fan, Rebel. I'm like, oh. oh. You're not even American. First of all, I didn't even know the Rams were LA's team. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, LA, like, I mean, yeah, it was fun. It You're was... not the number one fan. You're no. literally not American. But like... You don't get to be the number one fan. Sorry to this woman, but you don't get to be the number one fan of a U.S. The Tasmanian devil. If you're not from the U.S., those are the rules. I don't make them. That's just sports. I think every sports head would agree with me. Correct me if I'm wrong. The American football heads. They will agree with me. You have to be from the. the You do to be the number one fan. I don't. I don't I don't I don't agree with that, but I think I don't agree that she's the number one fan. I had this weird feeling yesterday, like I went for a walk, I got myself pizza from Whole Foods that I heated up, mm-hmm. some crudite for myself, and I had a little bit of a Super Bowl party for myself. I love that. Simon's away, so I was alone, and I just kind of was watching that movie Kimmy, the Sodenberg movie. Oh, was how was it? It's great. Okay. I'll talk about that in the bonus episode. But uh, I had a good little time. But I had this feeling of like, I had some SantaCon energy yesterday. Out in the wild. In LA. Just people, like bros. One Things bro s- skateboarded by me and said, go Rams. He thought you were He was saying it an to his, ally. Well, he's saying it. And then I realized his friends were behind me. Oh. But they were just like, go Rams. And I was like, are we a football city? I guess so now. But it's it's kind of weird. Like, it's random, right? Like, that LA was in the Super... Like, I think it's a little random. It's I random that, that they were in it, and then random that they won. And, Do- like, Dodgers... I know the baseball... It's, like, a baseball city, maybe. But, like, it's just... I, I was thought like, it was a basketball city. Or I guess it's the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, that, that was... 
Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it was a little like, oh, yeah, okay. Go off, LA. We needed this. We did. I mean, the vibes have been terrible. COVID ruined the vibes of Los Angeles. So I guess now... Maybe forever? Potentially. But this is like a good... And now this is like all we have going is like the sports teams win sometimes. The Lakers won, right? Yeah, and didn't the Dodgers as well? Yeah, it's a good year. I guess LA is like dominating the sport yeah but i don't give a shit but like it's 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 just weird that like i feel like in and maybe it's just because of the size of the city or how spread out it is like a city like la or like chicago or or should a city like philadelphia if they when they won the super bowl a few years ago the eagles won it Mm -hmm. was like they were putting butter they put butter on the street poles so people wouldn't climb it like it was like that kind of shit where it's like the city goes unites. crazy here it's like people are eating at like gracias madre <laughs> and being like oh yeah that's happening all the way over there and then they were like people were tweeting the fireworks are and i went out my balcony and was you who you know and mm-hmm. i heard nothing i heard like one crackle yeah i was not I felt maybe like I left during the third quarter to come home because I was like, I have work to do and things to watch that I care more about. Like, I don't care about. I didn't even watch the game. I sat (laughs) and like I went to a Super Bowl party. I was in it for the food. I like probably seven delicious katsu chicken fingers Mm. with honey mustard and Mm. some seven layer dip. Yeah. Then continued the binge when i got home and got <laughs> just ordered like a double cheeseburger and french fries on postmates from where from hi-ho cheeseburger mm. i would recommend this was a weekend of burgers for you it was a true burger laura down I, laura and i and two Sally, my burger two, secrets. two gal friends had it some no i had a burger too i had, had a, a juicy, burger on friday night yeah a juicy burger on friday night that sounds great though but it, you know i'm, t- I'm trying i guess i'm not articulating like, it well but i just feel like the city isn't well, it's so spread out. It was funny in the even watching the game, they would show aerial shots of like the Hollywood sign or uh-huh. the Santa Monica Pier. And I'm like, these are an hour to like 30 minutes away from wherever this game. Like, this is not like the local flair of that area. No, that's also like the myth of LA. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up thinking Venice was LA. Yeah. You know, or like, I grew up thinking. The cruel reality is LA is like a really ugly and disgusting city that has <laughs> very cute little like nooks and neighborhood areas, but on the whole, it's fucking gross. Except at night. And then at night, when if, you're up depending in, on your view. When you see the view, it's it's But I it's did, a lot of just like awestruck. strip malls and yeah. litter. And then there are Bougainvillea sometimes. Well, they also, like, it was very, I mean, not to get too, like, serious, but, like, they, all these, there were all these aerial shots of, like, Echo Park Lake and all this, and they... they oh, yeah, I saw that, too. I they, was like, this is, if you tried to drive there from the stadium right now, it would take you, like, an hour and a half. Right, but they, I think the city just, like, cleared out, like, all the unhoused people and, like, just for these shots... You know what I mean? Like they just tried to make LA look like everything's yeah, but they going also, well. I think they've cleared them out of that area for a long time. Anyway, just to say, it's like it's a 
Don't was, believe everything you see on TV. Don't believe the lies. Hot take. <laughs> no, I mean I love I love my city. I do. I, I feel don't. I okay. feel I've become an Angelino. I think when you're I think living through COVID here, you've definitely become an Angelino. But it just felt weird last night. Like I I was like I actually expecting to hear the hooting and hollering from you know the the SoFi Stadium because it's not that far away from us like six miles i think it's like down by lax well it's in inglewood yeah that's pretty far i don't think you're gonna hear a hoot and a holler from inglewood i wanted to hear ellen degeneres and porsche going woo. yeah i think you have to like be in that area on the west side i went out for a sig after they won and i went proud of us i felt a momentary sense of pride and then i was like why do i care like i don't care about this I was excited when the Eagles won, but I was, again, I was here. No one, I told people. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Philly. I was, and they were all like, okay. I don't give a shit. I. About any of it. I liked Mary J. Blige performing. I like her. Love Snoop. Love Kendrick. Yeah, the halftime show was cool. I wish that the stage had been bigger. The mm-hmm. set design, I appreciated the set design. Like it was cool that they were each in little rooms, mm-hmm. but it felt very small scale compared to things we've seen when like Katy Perry or like Gaga, yeah, have done it. Maybe because of COVID. I don't know. Let's it was better it than the weekend's performance. Really quick before we get into the real performance of the my true Super Bowl. When Laura and I were at a burger place on Friday and the four of us sat down and I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom and this is like, it's a chill burger zone. It's not like a club. Mm -hmm. I was peeing and they were playing the weekend at 500% volume. Like to the point where I was peeing and I felt like, you know, when you're on like the Amtrak and you're peeing and you're like, whoa. Yeah. I was... Almost knocked over on the floor. You're from getting how jostled loud. by the sheer ah. decibel level. Yeah, just the weak, ah, you know. And I just <laughs> it solidified that I, I'm I loot myself out when it comes to the weekend. See, I love the weekend, but I don't. I love him enough to say that his Super Bowl performance was incredibly underwhelming. When did he perform? Last year. Oh, I don't. I don't even watch it. No, it was like really bad. I feel like he's not really like, like Mary J. Blige should have performed years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't think he's been at it long enough, right? Uh, he's been at it for a long time. Yeah, I guess he has. I mean, he's been at it for about the same amount of time as like Gaga, essentially. See yourself out. Yeah, I knew that would get light you up. When did Ga- you watch the Tinder swindler? I did. Oh, okay. Can we talk about that? Sure. I was completely shocked by that movie i was it was absolutely insane can you believe shimon <laughs> when he said his name was simon i went you <gasps> text simon i did I, and he goes oh my god it's me because <laughs> he was watching it too from Vegas. euro it was it was terrifying well okay i have a lot of questions number one cecile needs to get a grip which one was Cecile? Cecile is like the first person oh. that you check in with who like opened, who racked up $250,000 of 
debt. And has like a thousand Tinder matches. On behalf of this guy. Honey. Like, I understand maybe like you trying to help him out in. No, she was, she was, I mean, she kind of admitted that she was sort of demented with her quest for Disney love. Yeah. And I think it just like completely. It took over. I mean, I almost like respected the woman who like didn't date him, but was just his friend. Well, yeah, she was just like, I believe. Aileen and her. I loved Aileen. Aileen was the girlfriend that just took all his clothes and started selling them on eBay. I like when she, at the end when she looked at the camera and went, hi, Simon. Yeah, she was a queen. But yeah, Cecile was dark. Cecile was demented. Like She was fragile. I think she, I think the other two sort of took action. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other one from the, bl- the other blonde woman was spying on him basically yeah and then the other one got revenge cecile went to the psych ward she went to hospital (laughs) cecile realized (laughs) like i'm just messed that's like what i would need to do if i found myself in that much debt a hundred percent because i understand going completely having like a psychotic break no i get it but like also you never put herself in that position yeah i would never be in a situation where i'd be like sure i'll open cover start covering all your bills and like open credit cards in your name she opened like nine credit cards yeah just kept opening them then i mean she he forged documents saying that she like worked for his company and like she submitted those so i'm like you're not totally innocent in all of this. No, like, she was sort of scamming the government. Yeah. Like she was... Or re- scamming car- credit companies or, to yeah, get credit like, companies, a, I should say. like a higher limit. So like if you also helped fraudulently like obtain those like high credit limits... You're kind of... should be on the hook for at least some of it. Like figuring out some of that on your own. I mean, they all kind of... They all like... They all, I mean, to be very honest, I think all the women gave me a little bit grifter vibes, but do you know what I mean? I think just like wanting to look the other way vibes. Or wanting to play, wanting to play the part. Or just wanting a lifestyle. Like I think that's a big part of the Cecile thing was like, you just, you only see the good, like, parts of what's going on where you're like oh my god like i'm whisked away on a private jet and we're eating and he's staying at the four seasons and like yeah this is like my prince and it's also i think comes from the type of woman who doesn't do that for herself or feels like they need someone to provide that kind of lifestyle for them or that becomes the most important thing. Totally. And that's a really dangerous position to be in because also when you look at someone like him, a guy that dresses like that, you know that a, they're probably European or something. No. Also be only, sorry, just have to interject. He is truly only can only be attractive to corny European women. Yeah. Like he's so on, he is so unattractive to me. He's there. I think like 
from the neck up, I get it. But those clothes would be an immediate left swipe. And they say like anyone that's dressing in that much designer designer is like, you're not rich. You're fake rich. No, it's like you're it's gauche. Yeah. Who is gauche? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's gauche. Gau- it's gauche. It's incredibly gauche. gauche. It, no, it's t- gauche as fuck. And he's wearing like. He's wearing like Dior just to like. You're just wearing monogram everything. Oh, it's, it's so gross. You can't it's... do that. You gotta dress like Kendall Roy. Yeah, Wealth Whispers, honey. Mm-hmm. That was like whisper. the big takeaway. Shimon. And he. I mean, he was. <laughs> I was. I was like laughing out loud at the end when Aileen was just kind of letting him suffer and he was just texting her constantly being like look where i am and she was like oh in a hostel and he said now i'm homeless he said i'm the king of homeless (laughs) and she said he was a baby it was incredible hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. The threats also, oh. I'm like, you're cr- also, who is this bodyguard guy? Who's the bodyguard and your business partner? I mean, I think they all went in on this. I think they were like just a bunch of scammers that found each other. And you and just, just, it's all about only, or it's only about getting enough money to cover whatever bills you're racking up at that given moment. Yeah. It's and a Ponzi like, scheme. I, I also like, was you're like. Not, it's not like there's. They're not squirreling. They don't actually deal with real cash. No, money. no, no. It's all to. It's all for the lifestyle. It's all just credit card. It's all for vacations. Like it's that's all they do. They don't. I don't think they have like. It's not to like put down. It's not like oh, I'm stealing this money, laundering it, and putting it in an account in the Cayman Islands. No, or they literally are just taking. It's like it's it's the immediate fix. Like the money immediately goes into like a three-month trip to Mykonos that's a really I mean that's sad why... existence like yeah. an empty existence but also seems incredibly stressful to have to to be like well but when you're a when you're a psychopath you don't you're not stressed you're not stressed you're literally not stressed about having no. like a $25,000 bill no I think I think he was only stressed when it was taken away from him yeah someone like that is but These, don't isn't aren't you in constant No, Laura, I like I think if you and I would be I'm stressed about I'm like, stressed I'm always like worried I'm somehow like gonna get in trouble with the IRS. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Or like about like, to I, go broke at any given yeah, moment. Like I pay my taxes every year and I'm still like I'm gonna they're gonna get me. Yeah. But like someone like him, I really believe people scammers like of this level are on the same equivalent as a serial killer. Like they if they would, they if it's like serial killers found their niche with murdering people. Mm-hmm. These people calling. found their calling with scamming people. It's the same. But I think that like it could be it's interchangeable. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like Shimon would kill people too if he wanted to. 
it's like that level of psycho psychopathy I yeah think. and he doesn't feel any shame any remorse no i mean he's back like on instagram no. he said he was a doctor to get a covid vaccine early i saw on his wikipedia <laughs> but someone like that they don't feel the only time they feel stress is when it's taken from them yeah and he was addicted to it so like it was like taking drugs away from an addict and they're like in withdrawal and they're screaming and that's why he was like he was like aileen i'm going to fucking kill you you want the war i'll give you the fucking war but it's amazing like the all the different approaches that someone does to get what they want that's how you also know that someone's just full of shit Mm -hmm. is if it starts out one way then it like morphs into many (laughs) different approaches to try and like get you to do what they want you to do he was like baby baby i'm so sorry i love you i'm so sorry like so sorry i said that thing you're a princess i'm so sorry and then being like i'm fucking end you do you want the war i'll give you the war and then be like and then being like I'm just so sad. Like that is a true. That's scarier to to me, me than like you just trying to get me to open no. a credit card for you. Well, she said she was like I was witnessing firsthand like all his personalities. Mm-hmm. Like he probably has like multiple personalities. Like he's he's like Andrew Cannon level. I feel like. Yeah, I'm just like. I will fuck. You want to start a war? I will start a fucking war. Like it, it also made me laugh just hearing his threats because they were like, because it was like camp. you can't do anything. You're literally, You're literally the in most a hostel, disempowered person. You're in Prague in a hostel with who you can't have, even. You can't afford a lottery ticket. Yeah, like you have actually nothing. Like you have less than nothing. You have no money. You have no power. You have like. not even your name is real you don't even have like a legacy it's not like Anna Delvey which also I'm watching inventing Anna Delvey or whatever it is so fucking good I love Anna Klumsky I know my queen I'm obsessed with this show in a way that I have like not been obsessed with the show in a long time and I'm like that Shonda Rhimes knows what she's doing because I don't think I've ever really fucked with the Shondaland show before Cause it's always been like soaps, grays or like network stuff, Scandled. and I didn't watch Bridgerton because I just am like I'm not in the mood for a period piece. Shonda knows, but Shonda she wrote Crossroads. Shonda has everyone's number. Shonda Sh- Shonda's snatching wigs left and right. Shonda said, "I'm gonna boots TV." She's bootsing. She's been bootsing for years. I love Julia Gardner so much. Me too. When she says you're fat. Is that why you're so huge and fat? There's a she goes on another like your fat rampage against her on like episode three or four that I was crying. I'm only in episode one. It's one of the best shows on TV. Some incredible acting and storytelling. But like, I'm also Team Anna Delvey for life. For mm-hmm. life. Do you follow her? Yeah, I think also she's chic. I think she's read White Girl Problems, and if not, if she wants a copy, I'll send her copies of mm-hmm. the original and Psychos, but not the third. Sorry, we don't honor that one in this house. But because some of her blogging like was very reminiscent of like a Babe Walker mm-hmm. style writing and like illustrations. I like her. I'm I'm afraid of her. I think she would. I think she's a psychopath. But it's interesting because <laughs> I do. <laughs> she. 
was trying to make her like foundation or build legacy or had like a passion for something that was like larger that was very like it was narcissistic but it was also larger than herself yeah she had purpose in this world like it was scamming to get what you want but at least to get to a certain level she was also scamming banks like who cares she's like robin hood vibes but not she, really robin no, hood. No, no no not robin hood vibes but like if you're scamming large financial institutions like i tip my hat to you but someone like shimon is Who's not just scamming vulnerable people yeah he's not trying to build a legacy he's trying to just get He's just trying to like rent a Ferrari for a day and like post it on Instagram and like buy fake watches and like, yeah, post them on Instagram just to it's track. Instagram. Instagram is like a, that is a, another brand. I think that has created another type of psychopath or socio like the, the algorithm has created, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's created like a, a brand of mental illness that is kind of yeah. Only in the last 10 years. Or exacerbated Narcissism. mental illness that's already there, but making it more pronounced. Narcissism and then also just like an obsession with image and... Codependency. Things. I think it's codependent too. Yeah. Or ne- yeah, needing, craving validation. And craving... Craving like dopamine. It's setting the stage for... He also gave me gay vibes a little. Yeah. Maybe him and the guard were lovers. That's sexy. But I mean, that is like, he's like a, he a was, sexy story. He I'm gave like, me some gay bitch vibes. Yeah. Ryan Murphy, get on it. But I... But like, mm-hmm. that also is, I think, setting the stage. And Facebook probably knows this, which is why they're doing it in the first place. But like, metaverse. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. Not only that, but like you're going to put on some sort of VR goggle or helmet and then go live in a world where you experience all of those like dopamine hits as though you're actually living Mm. in that world, but you're not. And like, it's scary. That is what you do on Instagram if you're like active on the gram or like posting selfies or posting videos. Yeah. But this is like that on crack. And so Mm. that I think is just going to like fuck people's brains up even more. Because I don't know if we were really meant to like Mm -mm. be living in like virtual reality. Yeah, I agree with you. Or like interacting with it. I don't know if anyone. I don't think we were meant to have social media. It's an interesting brain experiment though, because it's like. It's done more harm than good, I think. Yeah. I think, I mean, social media makes people more accountable who are bad and like people who are abusing power more accountable in some ways. But I think on on a larger scale, it's... TBD on that. No, I'm saying in some instances, like videos being shared and like there's more access, like we're able to see more of what's happening. But I think on the flip side, it's too much. We see too much and we know too much and we also know so little from all the information that we're getting. Like I, I'm actually dumber. Oh, for sure. My brain is actually like, I've, I think a part of my brain is dead. Scrambled from, for life. Yeah, like brain worms. Yeah. I think it's like, 
if you give every single person in the world a platform, then you have to deal with every single person in the world's thoughts. And, and not everyone I don't, <laughs> I don't want that. I'm like, I truly am like, I just don't think everyone should deserves to have be able to share their thoughts online. And like I like I'm and I don't want to see some people in that. Yeah, I don't want to see some people's opinion. I'm not. I think I deserve it. But like, hmm. I don't even share my thoughts online. That well, much. yeah, I'm like I I keep I'm like you know what? I guess I guess the podcasting is a form of sharing thoughts online. It's true. But I'm sorry, I'm good at it. Same. So I've earned. We've earned this. Right. We have. We've worked. Long and hard. We worked too but I'm just saying, hard for this moment to be. Every time you log on, it's like. Slot machine noise. Slot machine noise, but it's like someone can. It's like everyone feel. Everyone is now empowered to weigh in. Mm. And I'm like, you should not be allowed. Like, you really shouldn't be allowed to weigh in to most people. Say less say a lot less and Do unfortunately less. it's just gonna say be more, more, more. everyone's gonna say more more and more 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 anyway anyways french montana posted that he saw the tinder swindler <laughs> they like posed in a <laughs> photo he together think? he was like can't believe i met the tinder swindler oh he met him yeah oh okay <laughs> he just posted that he saw the documentary no, he, they were like they like saw each other at like an airport or something and like took a yeah. selfie together he's like a celebrity now yeah that's the thing is like it's only going to make someone like that feel more, more popular. Yeah. That's like what he wants. That's so. a thing where I think about like online accountability or whatever. And I don't think there's as much account. I think it's all a ruse. I think it's done. Like calling people out most of the time is just like, it's another way of securing so, or it's like another way of distributing attention in the attention economy. Yeah. It just it, keeps the attention economy going. It doesn't actually make any. I'm just talking about like things that we didn't see 10 years ago. We're now seeing. And I think some of it is good. It's for positive change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like videos being shared and like people disclosing things. Like I think some of it is, is helpful and positive but i think most of social media now is just garbage yeah i think i'm saying i think social media does more harm than good Mm -hmm. regardless of who's using it yeah it's hard out there but you know who didn't have social media like this in another time truly a time a sweet time of 2010 a gorgeous year Mm. to 2010 to 2012 it is chef's kiss of a time. It what really was. And what a time it was. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. The Matriarchs, Matriarchs of Mosadel. So we come up on this Renee's celebration of life party at Bally's Total Fitness is just going off the rails slowly because Big Ange has beckoned Karen to come out in the balcony and talk to Drita. She goes, come on outside. She goes, it's time. Just give her a talk. Just, you guys got to talk. You need to resolve it. It's she a goes, lot of bullshit. Karen, it's time. She's so calm. She is, but. She's a beacon of serenity. That's because she's been through 
she's seen hell. you know she's seen people get whacked yeah she's seen people get shot like point blank she's been like sprayed in the blood <laughs> of the whacked so she's just like unmoved i think karen and rita as they're talking i guess their huge beef is that Karen's pissed that Drita's been going around town saying that she put Karen in the hospital. That's li- it's like her pride. It's not like she's not pissed that she got they assaulted each other on the roof of a terrible bar in Murray Hill. It's that she's told people that she sent her to the hospital. And Drita, she Karen doesn't even have the receipts that Drita ever said this. Like someone else told Karen that Drita said this, and Drita didn't say this she just knew that karen was at the hospital judy goes karen i cannot live like this <laughs> karen goes we the friends or we're not friends and then ramona rizzo who i didn't realize was going to be another mob wife and i'm anti ramona this is an anti ramona podcast well buckle up baby because she's got two seasons she's a character and she's sitting on the side with big Ange. And Big Ange is like, this is good. They're talking it out. This is good. They're talking it out. (laughs) This is really good. And Ramona goes, nah, you don't do that. It's not the time or the place. It's not the time or the, like telling Big Ange what's what. I was like, you shut your whore mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. Also, Renee's watching like a hawk. She's kind of moving her shoulders and she's, she keeps watching from the center. She looks great. Renee's looking snatched. She looks snatched and fab and she's like, Ready to just boogie the night away, but no. Ramona. <laughs> Ramona Rizzo has to ruin her night. This is all Ramona's fault. It kind by of the is way. her fault. Because Drita and Karen sort of were. They were. Ta- it things were getting spicy, but it, no fists were being hurled. And Karen also looks hot. And she looks like she's rolling. She gave. You're. That is, this is like ecstasy moment. This is. Okay. I think she Karen, ran up. She and Ramona popped a molly. I think so. Karen has never looked hotter than she looked at this like party that went off the rails. Or they're on coke. Yeah. Uh, this is more likely that they're on coke. Karen goes, the last time I saw you on a rooftop. And I just started, <laughs> and it flashes to the rooftop of the restaurant. Rare. This is gross. And then Karen says that. She goes, every day I wake up and talk myself out of going over to your house. Okay, don't fucking say that to Drita. Drita goes, she goes, now wait a minute. Which I was like, Drita was literally like, wait, what? Yeah, what the fuck? And Drita goes, you come to my house, you get hit in the throat with a wrench. <laughs> like, whoa. Slapjack. Noted. But she's... With a wrench? She's... she's ch- How big na- of a... Who has a huge wrench laying Drita. around? I bet she sleeps with it under her like pillow. Like this big. She's like construction wrench. Dr- but I, Drita's face, it's like you had to go there, Karen, because now it's going into like... You You just said a threatening you've, thing. You've poked the bear and yeah. now it's coming out. You just Karen ba- wanted this. Because Drita's like... <laughs> Drita, I, I, had, I would have the same reaction. She went, wait a minute, what? <laughs> if you said every day you have to talk yourself out of coming to where I live... With my two children. ostensibly beat the shit out of me. In front of my children. Yeah, I would be like, yeah, excuse me. If you come to my house, you'll get a wrench to your head. You get hit in the throat with a wrench. 
This fight is honestly euphoria. It is. It's Cassie and Maddie. Ramona started it. She comes in hot just talking shit. Drita goes, oh, I don't need you to come in. I'm like, Drita fucking hates Ramona. Yeah, what's to like? Then Ramona just talks and talks. And finally, Drita just takes a full, like a glass and just punches Ramona in the mouth. And then it, they become a human centipede of hell. Of true hair. It's like a cartoon with the, the clouds. There, Someone's holding, like two men are holding Karen back. She screams. Ramona has wrenched her fist so deeply into Drita's hair that there's like no detangling them. She's, She's pulling, just pulling clumps. Drita's hair out. And, and there's, listen, if there's one thing you should not do with these women, it's pull their hair out. I was shook for Drita's scalp because her hair also went from like sleek to complete Tasmanian devil hair. Is someone did that to me? No, you would. I would. You would curb stomp them. I would wrench them in the throat. Dude, this hair is tenuous as it is. No, and if someone did that to me, A, that would be so painful, but I'd also, I would. You would kill. I'd kick them in the vagina. Someone grab a man grab named Derek Tobacco grabs Drita and goes, "It's Derek Tobacco, Drita, don't hit me! It's Derek Tobacco! It's Derek Tobacco! I got you! I got you! Who is Derek Tobacco? I don't. That's I don't the know question. If he's gay or not? Because keep- he's definitely gay. Yeah, because because Renee's kind of like he would never hit a woman or a guy. Renee said something that led me to absolutely believe she's gay later in the episode she goes and it was Derek tobacco who wouldn't even hit a man yeah so i was like okay he's, he's a- like the nice gay friend that they've all and he Derek goes- tobacco is also not a name it's his no it's his name is Derek tobacco we never even really see his he has a face. brother i looked him up oh i my next note was he must be googled what's think, Derek tobacco's deal i think he's like an anti-vaxxer or like an anti-masker or like staten who island. isn't at this point i mean <laughs> i'm stand with Derek on that one um but Wait, what going, is what does what's his deal give me a little Derek tobacco i think they story. live in staten island and something came up i think he might have gotten in trouble for frauding or something but he's he seems like kind of a sketchy guy but i think he's like either gay or just like a nice like one of those guys that hangs out with girls who's straight how is this show not immediately just about Derek tobacco it's Derek tobacco don't hit and then fucking ramona gets told that Derek hit her and ramona got she got cut over her lips and she has she looks like the joker and she's going bring him to me bring Derek to me and I'm like, okay, Derek didn't do shit to you, Ramona. No, like Drita punched you in the mouth, you dumb bitch. And then Renee is <laughs> Renee's in the in the main area going, ooh. She goes, ooh. <laughs> she goes, and then she ooh. Gives, <laughs> She takes her shoes off. She she's starts barefoot. stomping around. Also, I have to say this place is called the Loft at Ariana's Grand. I was kind of correct. And has a coffee bean font logo. Like Wait, wasn't logo. I kind of correct saying it was like Vincenzka's like <laughs> principal, principal, Princessa, Princessa? Yeah, it was. It's very like Vincenzo's just a space ball. in a strip mall, but same font as coffee bean Re- slash cheesecake factory vibes. Renee just keeps going, oh. Oh, she goes, oh, 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 oh. she goes, no, 
not here. Not here. <laughs> and she just, but the way she struts outside, she's just, her hips are swaying. She's moving. She has like a bunch of women like kind of running after her. And she's taking for every eight steps they take, it's one step for her. Mm-hmm. And then there's Gregorian chanting going on. Like, oh. <laughs> Karen's also always being held back. Yeah. And she's going, get off of me. Let me fight. Let me fight. <laughs> Ramona with her bloody mouth. She goes, Derek, I'll fucking kill you. Bring me, Derek. Bring me, Derek. Like she's like the, the evil queen from Snow White. And then Karen's also just punching bald men in the face who are, she's there's being held by men. two huge guys and she's just wailing on them. Renee comes outside and she goes, don't you touch her. Don't touch her. And then Drita. Ramona's tit falls out. Yeah, Ramona's just. Multiple times. One of her boobs is just always out. out. Renee ushers Drita away. No, Derek Tobacco ushers Drita away. Into like a stairwell. He goes, if you want to catch your breath, I'll let you go back and beat the shit out of him. He goes, just catch your breath. Just catch your breath. And then I'll let you go fight him again. He's a true ally for that. A, a girl's gay. A girl's gay. And Renee's Renee's like holding Drita and Drita goes, she goes, you set me up. This is, I smell a setup. And then Renee goes, me? <laughs> me? No. No. And Drita keeps going, you set me up. Get off of me. I don't want to look at you, Renee. Get off. Drita's fully paranoid. Drita has gone crossed over to the other side. Me? Karen and Ramona have gotten completely misinformed that Derek Tobacco hit Ramona in the face. So Karen finally breaks free of the two men holding her back and she runs across the event space. And I truly was like, this is climax vibes. It became a Gaspar Noé movie in that moment. She runs up to him and lunges at him and this is pulled back by more bald men. And then Ramona grabs a plate. No, that's later also. Like, first, okay, so Karen runs after him, then is caught again. Uh-huh. And then Drita's in the stairwell, and she's going, you had me jumped. You had me jumped. And Renee goes, me? I would never. I would never. <laughs> me? And they go shut themselves in Derek Tobacco's van. And, goes, and then they just scream at each other, but it's. It's friendship screaming. It's not like anger screaming. No, it's just like besties screaming together. And then Renee, Renee says, she goes, my son would have died of cancer before I set someone up. I was like, what? Yeah, she goes, I would rather my son die of cancer. I was like, whoa. I was like, damn, maybe. maybe. I swear on my son. She goes, punch me in the face if you think I'm lying. <laughs> and this is all you never see him. They're just in a not even like a it's white a pr- van. It's in like a Chevy van. It's a Chevy van. And she goes. That Derek Tobacco owns. I'll, Derek Tobacco is a true man of he's mystery. He's a star. I've I never love, even seen his face. I could not tell you what Derek Tobacco. You never even see. I heard his voice. You only hear his voice like once. You really don't ever get a true glimpse of Derek Tobacco. I'd rather my son die of cancer before I set someone up. Whoa. And then Ramona, then she takes a plate. Yeah, then Ramona and Karen both go scrambling in the direction of Derek Tobacco. And Ramona is on PCP. The way that yeah, two a, men they are... They smoked angel dust. She, she has like 
400 pounds of just like beefy Italian man on her back, it's gripping no her around her neck, holding her back. And she still manages to grab a plate and presses forward. Mm-hmm. Renee is then barefoot in the parking lot, power walking, smoking a cig. And you just see her throw the cig out. She goes back in and she goes, the party's over. It's over. Everybody has to leave. She goes, Everyone like, get out. Everybody get, get out. out. Get out. And then Karen's holding a white a glass of white wine. She goes, I'm staying. That's when this <laughs> is when Karen assumed her hottest form yet was mm-hmm. in this moment with her glass of wine. And she's just like disheveled, sexy. She's filled with rage. She's just gone up to like a buffet, being held back and just hurled plates off the buffet. She also, but she goes, I'm staying. I'm staying. And then Renee goes, you had to pick tonight of all nights. It shouldn't have happened tonight. (laughs) You're better at Renee. (laughs) And then. Then all the men start uh, chatting. Junior, Mauricio's (laughs) wayward half brother goes, (laughs) Junior goes, what? What's going on with Derek Tobacco? And he, they get word, <laughs> they catch word that Derek Tobacco is a wife, is a woman beater. Is a woman beater. He hit a woman in the face. Renee keeps, Renee. And then she goes, Junior, Junior, I'm begging you. I'm begging you, Junior. No. <laughs> she goes, when you see a group of guys from my lifestyle in a huddle, they're thinking, who the fuck are we going to get? And she's worried that because Junior's on parole and he's like about to get sentenced. Is there a problem? I want to go home. Junior, I want to go home. I want to go home. And she keeps like telling Junior she wants to go home running barefoot after him. She's running to his side, keep looking up at him and he's stomping away. He can't help himself. I wrote, who is Derek Tobacco? (laughs) (laughs) And Renee goes, I want to go home. Junior, I want to go home, Junior. I want to go home. They run out to the parking lot and Renee is, she's basically said she's good friends with Derek Tobacco. He's like a nice guy. Yeah, he would never hurt a woman. And he's waiting in the van, I guess, with Drita and to just see how things shake out. I don't even think Derek Tobacco. No, Drita left home. It's just him. Okay, but I don't think Derek Tobacco knows that the rumor is that he hit Ramona no. in the face. I think he's just like in his van in the parking lot, like collecting he's himself. On <laughs> he's on and squirt. he's trying to like figure yeah. out where he's gonna go meet up and have like casual sex later. Mm-hmm. And this is Renee literally goes out in the parking lot and she's trying to like send loud signals to Derek Tobacco to get out of there before Junior fucking kills him. And she, she goes, Leave! Leave! I'm begging you! I'm begging you, Derek! I'm leave. begging you! And Junior pops up and Renee basically almost jumps in front of the car to like protect Derek. And Junior takes his fist and punches the passenger window. AJ is also there. I know. I was sad for him in that moment. Sad for everyone. I'm like, guys, this is, you're not bringing your best selves to this event. Renee's like, I will protect my gay at all costs. Mm-hmm. Leave! Leave! I'm begging you! That's a- <laughs> that's me to any gay that people start to spread rumors that he's a wife. That he's a woman. He beats women. I go, Derek Tobacco, who wouldn't even hit a man. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's gay. He's fucking gay. He's a huge homo. I'm begging you. Leave. Leave. I also am like, why don't you just call Derek or text him and tell him to go? She's, it's easier to 
Because Renee's... Renee likes to have drama in the parking lot. I think Renee's a little partied up. <laughs> I think they're all a little... They're all a little whacked up. Does Derek Tobacco ever come into the mix ever again? You see him at one point. He breaks bread with two of the women. Oh, later in the mm-hmm. season? Okay, good. So the next day... <laughs> Everyone's feeling pretty bummed out. There's like really sad like instrumental prog rock music playing and angela big Ange is sitting with her iconic friend i think her name is nancy <laughs> big Ange and nancy sitting and visiting is literally us podcasting it's true i'm the friend you're Ange. i'm no i'm big no Ange. you're big Ange, and i'm the friend going i can't believe it she goes that's, odd she goes that's a shame that's a shame it's so sweet big it's Ange. she goes what are we animals and then Ange goes we never even got to sing happy birthday oh it's a piece <laughs> of the cake it was terrible. And I go, mm-hmm. Sounds we, awful. We never... No, that is... To me, that's how you know Ange is a truly angelic human. That That's her takeaway is how awful that we didn't get to eat a piece to we celebrate... We to say happy birthday. We didn't even get to say happy birthday. Only the piece of the cake. <laughs> I've never related to two women more. I was like, I'm seeing our lives reflected in it's these true. beautiful women. Just like... Have, just like recapping just podcasting vibes that just was, telling y'all that was us talking about friday night mm-hmm. i never even got to have a piece of the cake um derek did not hit ramona and karen and ramona are meeting and i just ramona's like yeah i found out that derek didn't actually hit me so it was all a big misunderstanding poor sweet derek i'm like you fucking idiot she has drita's cheap ass ring and nicked my lip i'm yeah. like so she punched you. You're a psycho. Karen is also like, looks like she okay. looks strung out, but she also looks, she's giddy. And I, and I really believe the only time Karen feels at peace is when she's fighting. I think it's her, it's her safest space. Like yeah. she feels, she feels like joyful coming off of this. Her you know purpose what I mean? yeah. was to brawl. She brawls. Yeah. It's unhealthy. I feel like everyone's cortisol is through the roof after a night like this. Totally. Can you imagine? This is like a once a week happening. Yeah. It's a normal thing on the island. Mm -hmm. Renee's making breakfast for AJ, who just looks so sad. Everyone, I think, is wearing like a poncho of shame at this point. Like everyone knows that they... They just weren't their best selves. Junior comes down. He's back in Renee's life in a huge way, spending the night. He goes, she's making breakfast at the kitchen. She is just happy as a clam. Junior goes, he goes, well, I mean, what even happened? I don't even remember. And she's, she says, poor sweet Derek, who had never even heard a man. Okay. And then Junior's like, it was pretty wild. You were all, you were all going nuts. And then Renee, a, a brief moment of clarity from Renee. And this, she goes, she goes, we're, we're a bunch of very angry women who have been raised in this lifestyle and it has made us angrier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. Yeah. I love her going, just seems like everyone's stressed with their husbands going away and not coming back and you just don't know. Are they going to go to prison? I was like, you could just say directly to your ex-husband that Who's you're going stressed to jail. about. Yeah. I love her like projecting that like on other people. Yeah. But then she does come to a, like a real moment that she should take into therapy with michael or whatever Mm -hmm. his name is drita has a blood eye (laughs) carla who's kind of a flop 
goes yeah. over to see Drita, and Drita has one single blood eye, a bloody-eyed witch. And I just wrote, <laughs> I'm terrified. When Drita's just sitting there and one eye is like fully black, I was like, she's crossed over. She's like the one-eyed, she's like a milky-eyed crone. Mm-hmm. Except except just blood red. Blood Almost milk. black is how red it is. And Carla's like, damn. Carla goes, you got blood in your eye. She goes, you get poked in the eye? And Drita goes, I felt like it. And then I guess they've all figured out that this whole thing was started by people finding out that Karen went to the hospital in Staten Island. She ended up in the ER for some reason. And Drita goes, if you don't want people in Staten Island to know you went to the hospital, don't go to the Staten Island emergency room (laughs) where all our best friends work. I was like... Sage advice. Great advice. Head on, take the ferry if you're in an emergency over to Manhattan. Go to the next. Go to go to borough. Mount Sinai in the yeah. East Village. Carla goes, "What a horrendous party." <laughs> Carla goes, "I'm glad I didn't go." No, um, I'm sure you get less camera time. Yeah, she's pissed. Karen goes to Little Italy with Ramona, and she goes. I used to come down here with my father. It represents Italian here. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, we thought we'd take the day and go walk around Little Italy. Little Italy's three streets, but maybe lo- two. But I love it represents Italian. They're walking there, looking around. She goes, doesn't it feel Italian? And Ronnie goes, such a history. Such a history. <laughs> and they, then they, Karen goes, it almost makes me feel like I speak Italian, even though I don't. And Karen goes, you don't speak Italian, but you feel like you do yeah. when you're in Little Italy. Again, like a four to five square yeah. block area in Manhattan. They These women love nothing more than going to like a mob, a hokey mob tourist museum. I was also like, this museum is run by just nerdy white dudes. They're not even, like, Italian. But Karen, like, truly gets so horny knowing She lives for it. She lives for being the bull's daughter, and she loves going to a place like this because he'll either be on the wall himself or Mm -hmm. she'll be like, ah, he's my godfather, that one over there. Yeah, he used to to bring me a birthday gift every year, and it's like, Joe Pickles Donato. It's like... (laughs) And then Karen's like, oh, he bought me my first bike. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, I'm, uh, my father was uh, associated with his lifestyle. Sammy the Bull Gravano. Have you ever heard of him? And they're like, yeah, we've heard of him. He's... They're like, yes. And she goes, and uh, Ramona over here, her, her grandfather was part of the lifestyle. Uh, have you ever heard of Lefty Shoes Balzatano? <laughs> Lefty Shoes Masanti? And they're like, Monsanto. And they're like, yeah. And so we find out Ramona's grandfather was Donnie Brasco. Yeah, Al Pacino like, played him and Donnie Brasco. And Ramona tells a completely fake story about, going, about how she got to go to the set of Donnie Brasco. And she marched up to Al Pacino's trailer, knocked on the door, and then gave him a talking to about his acting approach while playing her grandfather. She was like, Al Pacino... I need to talk to you about my grandfather who you're playing. And you need, and, and I was she like, goes, and I told him, you got to be real. You got to, I was like, you didn't, you yeah. never said this. This moment never happened. Also, like, arguably one of the greatest actors alive, like, ever to exist. And you're like, I gave Al Pacino some acting advice. Literally, shut you up. Dirty liar. You're a dirty, dirty little liar. Karen tells Sammy the Bull's name origin story, which I actually did appreciate. 
Mm-hmm. He was crying. Someone stole his bicycle when he was a little kid and he found, he was literally tiny, I believe. And he found who stole his bicycle, beat the shit out of him. And then was like crying, crying, crying. And the wise guy walked out of a bar and goes, don't cry. You're like a little bull. And then everyone from then on out called him Sammy the Bull, which I was like, that's really cute. I love his sensitive bull child psychopath. Don't cry. You're like a little bull. You're like a little bull. You got um, some balls. Junior and Renee are chatting by a brown creek. <laughs> <laughs> like some runoff water from like a storm. Yeah, I was like, what is this scenic hike that they're taking? And Where, pray tell, in Staten Island is this? And Renee, Junior says something th- that he's like, well, I love you or something. And then Renee stops and she goes, oh! <laughs> She goes, oh, and he goes, what's wrong? And she goes, I'm just so happy to hear it. I'm so happy to hear it. Junior's literally just had a hearing that is going to basically determine if he spends more time in jail. Mm -hmm. And I believe that this is the exact cycle that happens every (laughs) single time that Junior gets like a prison sentence. He goes over. Becomes homeless. He starts living with Renee again, telling her bare minimum, just being like, I love you on a walk by a brown river. I have love for you. I have love for you. And Renee goes, I think of you fondly. And then Renee takes that to mean like, we're back together. He wants to work on it. I've loved him my entire She goes, Oh, I love you. I've loved you my entire life. I've been in love with you. And it was only you. She goes, I was (laughs) waiting for this for years. She goes, oh, and she starts crying. He's like, he's like, (laughs) he's kind of like, what? What are you crying about? So I hear you telling me you want to make it work. He's like, yeah, I guess. He's literally (laughs) about to go back to jail. He's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Sure. I'll make it work. I'll make it work. He's a free man for like two and a half more days. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Renee. Oh, honey. I love her so much. I wrote, I don't believe him. I don't believe him, but I believe her. You should not believe him. She does. She loves him. Oh, (laughs) it truly takes so little to get Renee back in a good place with their love. More to come with Junior. He's Junior Scar. He's about to fuck Renee's life, heart, and soul up. Oh, is this right before he starts to cooperate? No, this is. He's cooperating. This is all the. He's like wired right now. The FBI is like listening to his thing with Renee and every time she goes, oh, they go, ah, oh they go, my oh. God, oh my but God. How sad is that? Fuck. He has like a tat, he has a microphone in his watch. Wow. That's why he went back into her life. It's not because he, it's just, he was trying to get his sentence down. He was using her. Yeah, to get to her dad. Oh, Ooh, that's gotta hurt. Junior, wherever you are, Junior. Fuck you, fuck Junior. Fuck you, Junior. But also... You're not a man. Don't don't kill me. Yeah, just stay away from me. <laughs> stay I, away from me. Junior has bigger fish to fry than two <laughs> West Coast podcasters being like, you're not a man. You're not a man. That oh. might actually light him up, though. Ooh. You're a snake, Junior. You're, you're a, a snake. dirty, rotten rat. He's a rat. He's a rat. He is a rat. Where is he now? Is he a free man? Yeah, but he's a rat. 
to do this to our queen. You're a dirty Our rat. first lady. To come back into your wife's. Yeah. That's really That you've sucks. cheated on and terrorized spiritually for years. That's also like, fuck you. And to your son. To tell this man to do this to his family. Well, that's the police. Yeah. Um, Everyone's a piece of shit. But what a great sophomore episode. Yeah. These women are killing it. These women are already making my life better. I'm so happy to be back in the island. I love them. Renee commented on my post the other day. She goes, everyone needs a little midwives in their life. Midwives. All caps. And I wrote, yes, icon. (laughs) So hopefully we can get her on the pod at some point. I think we'll have to... Maybe we, maybe Renee would like to like call in every once in a while and set the record straight. But we love, I just want to make it very clear that we both. This is a Renee. This is a Renee Graziano. Fan podcast. We stand. We uh, only stand with our queen. She got some sort of like, she, I love and I honor the fact that despite getting filleted on an operating table. Renee's not letting it slow her down her plastic surgery pursuits. Renee will get back on the operating table and I think she got like lipo while she was awake and then Instagrammed it or took video of it and she was fully awake getting like her ass lifted. (laughs) I'm telling you, she's truly the magician's assistant. (laughs) She has been sawed in half time after time. She'll never stop. She'll just be in... Several and she's boxes. looking fucking fierce. She looks amazing. She always has, though. We love. We love her. We stand we her. Renee. So, Renee. Um, let us know. You can only. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. Let us know. You can only be. If you're not Team Renee, then get the fuck out then of my turn life. Turn this off. Turn off this podcast. Never speak to Never me speak again. Never speak to us again. I don't want to oh, hear it. Oh. Oh. Leave. Oh, leave. <laughs> Leave! I'm begging you. Um, tickets are still on sale for the Pacific Northwest tour. We're almost sold out. Low Guys, ticket warning. Low ticket warning. SF. The tickets are low. Portland, you better get it now. On. Portland, get come your on, shit together. Please. You guys can start a Chaz, but you can't just get tickets to see Sex Unique podcast live. What's you guys up can with start you? A what? Chaz. What's that? They're like no rules area that they started. Oh, the. It was like a autonomy zone oh yeah where people just went pretty nuts we'll go pod there. you could get it together for that but you can't just like organize we, are to... we gonna have to move our show to the no <laughs> are we gonna have to start a new chaz and sure. perform <laughs> headline the chaz stage it. at chaz no police no jurisdiction yeah but like bazookas <laughs> let's do it <laughs> Literally Portland, I don't know what you're waiting for. We love you. We just need We this love you from and you. we know that you're listening. So I mean I do the, all the market research. I know that Portland is a hot market for us. With enough champagne to fill the Nile. <laughs> is that death on the Nile? I'm haunted. Let's talk I'm about the bonus. I want to talk about the bonus. I'm gonna concentrate of Godal. Gal Godot. Gal Godot. She Taking po- to denial, denial, <laughs> denial, denial. Death on the Nile is a full blown <laughs> house of horrors. Screen extravaganza. Army Hammer. Being- I love just being cut out, but yet is a main character of this film. Well, I love he's on all the billboards around Sunset, but like kind of in the background where they're hoping. No, 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 no. He's in a. He's right next to Gaul on the one on front and center. The huge billboard on. Oh, I want to talk about it in the pod or on the bonus. <laughs> Sorry. 
All right, we're going to talk about Death on the Nile in the bonus episode, so please join the set Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. You get ad-free episodes, bonus episodes. Bonus! There's so much backlogged content. Like, literally, you probably have years worth. uh, I mean, the content that's premium, unreleased bonus content stretches back to literally 2017. Damn. And it's only $6 a month. So if you love this podcast, you're literally missing out on a treasure trove of content. Get into it. Patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Guys, we're also, since there was no housewives of slc this week we're doubling up on mob wives we're doubling up so you are listening to this episode today being like wow the lord giveth us an episode early but just know that there's going to be another episode on friday friday so (laughs) (laughs) i drank a giant gary is fully caffeinated to the high heavens I'm talking to you on Friday, Thursday. Thursday. Do it. The Patreon. Yeah, so let us know. Ciao. Bye.